0: Yeah, I got your invitation.
1: <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah, that's good. Works good. <laughs> that is cool.
1: It's a little slow coming out of uh, Canada. It must be the exchange rate. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, it's because it's coming in. Uh, let me think now. What is that? Um, it's coming in moose tracks per hockey goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not coming to miles per hour (laughs) this is
1: episode 303 on june 20th 2019 greetings everyone and welcome to the tiny shutter podcast where we talk about iphone photography and other things i'm joseph ferrera
3: and happy west virginia day i'm dave podner
1: I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you guys doing?
2: (laughs) Uh, The Raptors won the NBA championship. We're doing um, great here in Canada. Yeah. Congratulations.
3: Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoilers.
2: (laughs) I know. I was
1: watching um, when you said that you were recording, it was like, last show i was like looking i'm like ooh, i don't think uh, warriors are going to come back and beat them and but you know you're like don't say anything don't say anything i don't want to hear it
2: <laughs> yeah it was about uh oh probably two o'clock or so in the morning when i found out who actually won the song <laughs> yeah <clears throat> wow
1: well uh <laughs> yeah we're gonna talk about some stuff uh, basketball wasn't really on the uh, agenda, but uh, congratulations to the Raptors. Uh, you know, it's f- about time that Canada won something. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, well, you're right.
1: <laughs> oh, no. So uh, today we're going to uh, delve into a topic that, you know, I know over the years, people are like, oh, you know, you need a real camera, blah, blah, blah. You don't need these little um, these phones or or other things. You need you need a real camera to be able to do stuff. But there was a video that um, Dave, did you uh, post that in our in our chat? I
3: I posted it in chat. I didn't post it in the group yet, but I did post it in chat and they're believe it or not another facebook group that talks about photography um and you know it's always good just to reach out and you know they had questions like we do on our facebook group so you know hopefully don't get spammers or people are posting things which aren't you know part of the discussion um and it was pittsburgh photographers i'm like well you know, I'm in Pittsburgh. I consider myself at least an amateur photographer. Um, I'll join the group and see if there's like-minded people, you know, it's like, oh, here's a photo here. And, you know, just try to reach out and see what people uh, post about. And I start reading the posts. I'm like, oh, these are people who do this for a living (laughs) and not just, oh, like uh, I do this as my side job or I do this for friends. This is You know, for a lot of these people, it looks like yeah, this is my main source of income. Oh, okay. So, so it's kind of you know the 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 amateur kind of walking around saying, "Hey, look what I do! I do this!" And like, oh, that's nice. This is our large studio with our gear and everything else we have. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna keep quiet. You know, you never (laughs) want to speak up too much when you first go to a place. Um, But just kind of, you know, it's always good to get. If to go above yourself and see what others are doing, and one person posted, it was a really great, informative behind-the-scenes video of him doing a um, a photo shoot for a high school for um, track person, who was a local guy, and it was really interesting to see the the behind-the-scenes what he did for the various props and to get the shots done and as he's doing it of course he has full-blown uh name's ben mcmillan it's uh e-n uh m-i-m-c-m-i-l-l-e-n and it was like okay you know it's always neat to see kind of the behind the scenes and his thought and the setup and everything else and as he's doing this i'm thinking okay Now, obviously, I can't 100% replicate what he has. But how much could we do with an iPhone for taking photos? Because a lot of the extra – I don't want to call it extra stuff. But a lot of the stuff that made his photos pop wasn't necessarily – I'm not saying – I mean, he used a very good camera. But a lot of the extra stuff like lighting and – getting the sets and setting the mood was more of his internal thought process, not necessarily his equipment and his one scene at the very end, a uh, person, again, again, personally shooting was a track star. He was a hurdler and they went into an alleyway and got in. An, it's an, in my mind, an amazing photo of the kid. And I, he just graduated high school. I can call him a kid. Um, Mid hurdle. Um, with a little bit of sky underneath him, and it, like I said, it's a really striking photo. But I'm but as he's doing, I'm like I'm thinking, okay, I know we have burst mode. Um, now, obviously, try. I know there's probably a way to get strobe lights set up, but if you're investing into strobe lights and additional people and remote flashes, I'm thinking it's time to move beyond the iPhone as you're, you know your 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 capture device, but I'm thinking, looking at him, it's like okay, because behind the scenes, you see the you see like the sky and everything behind him, and the finished photo is like okay, he definitely enhanced thing, which we all do, or a lot of us enhance our photos afterwards to get that to get the feeling and scene. But I'm thinking I could get a lot, I could get, at least get a feel for what he's doing with that kind of action shot with the iPhone. So I just want one thing I wanted to share with the group is like, not only, you know, most of the time we see a lot of people using iPhones for candid or shots that you aren't necessarily planning for, but trying to just kind of reach out, maybe go to your limits, both as your thought process and the technology Stretching that as far as we can and sometimes breaking it, you know, saying, no, we can't do this because this is beyond what we can do with our – admittedly with an iPhone EDB little sensor. Um, But, you know, just a way – just a thought thing to bring up to the group and to our listeners about seeing what other people do and if you can find people doing behind the scenes. um, It's really good because it was – the behind the scenes wasn't wasn't necessarily – the camera and the settings and what lenses he used, but more of the thought process behind the setup of taking the photo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, when I, you know, I, I went, I didn't watch the entirety. I went to the part where he was doing that, that shot and, you know, there is a lot that goes into thought. You know, he's lying on the ground so that he can get as low as he can. And, I mean, photographers, in order to get the shot, sometimes they got to get dirty. Sometimes they have to, you know, get in there and um, and get into a good position. And so, you know, being able to see what he did, um, you know, the he had uh, a couple – Uh, He had a couple guys uh, that would you know hold lights and uh, and and do stuff like that. You know there it is a process that has to be thought out. A lot of times we think, oh, they just you know walked somewhere and then just took a shot and it came out the way it is. You know there's a whole lot of Lightroom or Photoshop that goes into some of these images also. Um, You know and you know if it happens that. They didn't have to do any of the Lightroom or Photoshop. Then great, you know. But a lot of a lot of times, these guys put hours into their photos to make them look really good, and so we we stand back and go, "Oh man, I could never do that." But the the whole, okay, how can I do it with an iPhone? You know, I was thinking to myself, "Hmm, what would I need?" And uh, you know, I've tried in the past to be able to trigger a flash and i think there are some apps that allow you to to trigger a flash or and was there like a kickstarter where there was a uh some sort of a, a, a flash that went with the iphone i can't remember it it's in, sort of
2: in my uh memory um yeah i think but, you're right i think there was something but i can't recall what it was
1: yeah. So, you know, people have tried it. They want to do it. The problem is, is I think the writing, you know, the, the way an image is, is done digitally is it write, Writes line by line all the way down. And so the flash will sometimes go, uh, you know, would be gone before the entire image was written. And so you get this half flash. And I've caught half flashes, you know, with my iPhone before. Um, so, if you can't do a flash, what would you do next? And that would be a constant light. So, you know, there are ways of being able to capture that. Um, so, you know, you would need you need to set the um, set the exposure, but hopefully, the, it's set enough that. Um, the shutter speed is fast enough to ca- to stop motion, and so you know those are the questions you know the things that kind of go through your head of, of what what do you have to do in order to get him you know perfectly in midair, and it, you know I think it's it'd be fun to try that out see if there was a way of doing that. Do you think you could do that, Dave?
3: That, uh, <laughs> with a, and, and I would say this, I don't think I could exactly replicate what he has, obviously. I mean, just the limitations of the phone and someone who is an experienced, you know, photographer with dealing with action. Yeah. You know, d- just knowing if you do something, it's kind of like home improvement around the house. <laughs> But kind of like, could I build a pair of steps? Well, I can go on YouTube. I can see how to build steps. I can buy the materials and I can hammer things together. Um, but you get someone who either is a contractor or a professional or just someone who's really experienced person doing work around their house yeah, they can do a whole lot better, and I can a whole lot quicker, and not mess up and have to restart over five times. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it would be it would be a, cha- a, a fun challenge. Uh, the only thing would be I would want to have a model or someone I'm working with who is very patient, right? And would also be interested in experimenting.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, definitely it wouldn't be a. Hey, let's take a client and let's experiment on on the client. It would definitely be somebody that was in collaboration that is wanting to do something that is, you know, noteworthy or abnormal. (laughs) Um, uh, I remember when I took the iPhone three GS and tried some of the. Uh, not lessons what is it called um some of the assignments that were given to me in uh basic photography when it had to do with film and i remember my son was walking he was probably about two and he was walking around the living room And I just kind of was in a chair and he was walking around me and I just stayed with him and took pictures as I went along. So I could get a sense of motion and it turned out and I was like, Hey, that's pretty cool. You know, that those were the beginning stages for me to say, okay, let's try to replicate what I would have done in college and see if there are, you know, Things that I can do. And that's when I started, you know, looking at the gray card and motion and other things. So, you know, I think we can be creative enough to be able to try to take things that are normally done with a DSLR and try to apply it to our iPhones. It just, I think we need to plan and uh, try to execute.
2: Yeah, it's basically it's taking a photographic approach to mobile photography. Yeah, um, you know, I, I I'm I'm a real stickler for not planning. Uh, I don't know, it's just uh, something I need to work on. I know. Um, I mentioned a, a few episodes ago that I uh, I saw this YouTube video of the guy shooting macro of, of dandelion seeds. Um, you know, so he had had it set up on his countertop and you know, that was a pre-planned thing. So I went ahead and I did that. I, I I, pre-planned it. I was out walking the dog. I plucked a dandelion off somebody's lawn and, and you know, tried to have it sitting up and just so on the countertop and put a background in behind it to, to give it some color and whatnot. And I played around with that. And I actually got some pretty decent shots. Um, but something like this, though, where you've got, uh, let's use this example. You've got an athlete, Doing a, a hurdle jump, coming towards you like that. The biggest uh, the biggest challenge is the iPhone itself with the um, the focal length. Right. Unless unless you can get one of those adapters and put a DSLR lens on it, uh, or or like a spotting scope or something like that. Um, I don't think you're going to have much luck. Uh, unfortunately,
1: I want to s- say that. I want to say he had a, a small aperture.
2: Yes, he did. He had a, I think it was like a, a 70 to 200, uh, uh F 2.0 lens or something like that. It was, a um, you know, it was a pretty high end camera and lens that he used. So, I mean, the, the iPhone, most modern iPhones now come with a, a 1.8 aperture on the wide angle lens and, so i think it would if you had a bright enough light source you probably have a fast enough shutter speed but the the challenge is just getting that close to the subject without them booting in the face as you're trying to go past <laughs> hey yeah.
1: just jump over me don't worry <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah
2: yeah you know and and um, if the listeners watch the video and and watch the the thing that we're talking about uh it, it really looks fantastic with a long lens like that it really compresses the scene and that's something that's very difficult to do with an iPhone and um uh, i think for the most part this kind of thing is doable it's just the challenge is is the focal length that's that's the biggest hurdle for lack of better words to overcome
1: yeah yeah Do you have any thoughts, Matt? Um,
0: I don't even know where to start. (laughs) So yeah, this is, this is like, I mean, I know that the the article is not about whether or not the iPhone can do this, but just kind of, I don't know. I'm a little bit annoyed with just the thought of that. (laughs) Um, just because, uh, you know, I, I know we love our iPhones and and um, in a lot of ways they're a, a perfectly acceptable and, and capable camera for a lot of situations. But when it comes right down to it, um, you know, there there's different cameras to accomplish right. different types of photos, you know, just like you have, you know, I, I don't know wh- whatever Di- there's different kinds of boats for different reasons and different kinds of cars for different reasons you know different kinds of knives that chefs use for different purposes um, I feel photography is the same way and you're just not going to be able to get every every kind of shot with an iPhone you know you're, you're not going to get you know award-winning bird photography with an iPhone you're 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 just really not going to be able to do sports photography and, and and the type of photo that's in this video with with an iPhone. I mean, you you might be able to get somewhat close, but you know, like Greg said, with the the focal length, that's a huge limiting factor. Um, a, a photo like the one in this video, I don't think you're you're going to get anywhere near the shutter speed that you would need to be able to have. I mean right. I I don't know if they said in the video um what any of the uh what any of the um data is on that picture but um you know I'm going to guess that the shutter speed was somewhere in the neighborhood of like 1/4000th or 1/8000th of a second or something like that to get it that tack sharp and you're just not doing that with an iPhone <laughs> so you know I I love taking pictures with my iPhone. I I take pictures all the time, but I just feel like we we have to recognize that that as great as the iPhone is, there's a reason to use other types of cameras and lenses.
2: Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Like a DxO Mark? Sure, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the iPhone... Is capable of a very fast shutter speed if you have the right amount of light. When I had my my iPhone 5S, there was a helicopter flying overhead uh, on my house. And I was in the backyard, and I just pointed the phone up, and I took a few shots of it. And when I checked the data, one of those shots had a shutter speed of 1 over 87,000-something. Oh, wow. It was like... stupid fast the blades were actually just frozen you could just see every blade on the helicopter so if you have enough light a shot like the one in the video could be possible i mean you could freeze somebody going mid hurdle you know but like i said you got to have the right amount of light and um uh, you look at some of the photos in the Apple keynotes when they're introducing a new iPhone. quite often they'll show action shots uh, for the iPhone 10, I believe it was. There was uh, someone in in water and it was it looked like there was the sunset behind. So the, the light was really less than stellar, but they were flicking their hair back and and it, it the phone just froze the image. Uh, okay, so the sun was kind of um, they were facing the sun basically, so the person was almost silhouetted, but it was it had that capability to to freeze that water in that amount of light. So I think I think the biggest limiting factor is the focal length. Uh, beyond that, I think there's a lot of things that are doable with with um, you know more recent iPhones with the processors they have and and you know the the shutter speed capabilities that they have uh i'm tempted to try to find someone to go try this with uh maybe not with uh in an alleyway with flashes you know or or even constant light sources like that but even just out in an open area where i can get somebody running towards me and still have uh you know maybe on an overcast day, but still have uh, maybe somebody shining a bright flashlight on them or something to to give something for lighting, just so that the subject doesn't look too dark. But try to get somebody running towards me like that. Maybe throw my moment lens on my uh, my my one times camera because it's got the best aperture, just to give me a little better focal length. But just to see if I can get it to work.
1: Yeah, it's I think tempting. that'd be a gr- yeah. I think that's a good challenge right there. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, um, I think uh, if somebody is bold enough to do it, I know I can't do it this next week, but, you know, take a little time and plan things out and see what you can do and see how if you can stop motion. And I guess, you know, maybe motion or... Uh, lighting, those should be things that we challenge ourselves with to see what we can do with our phones. I think it's worth uh worth diving into. Now, All right. now, would you
3: think would you think something like burst mode would be helpful for something like that? Sure. I'm just trying to think in terms of
2: I would say so, yeah. I mean, it's better than trying to just trip the shutter once and get the shot.
0: Oh,
3: yeah. At
2: least yeah. with, with, with I burst with that mode, wouldn't... you've got – yeah, because well, with burst mode, you have 10 chances every second. Yeah.
3: I mean, I didn't know if burst mode or live photos would be a better – or try both, I guess.
2: Yeah, experiment, yeah. Yeah. I know somebody's just waiting for me to say challenge accepted, aren't
1: you? <laughs> <laughs> Do it! Do it! Because uh, I really do want to try this. I just don't know if I want to commit to it. <laughs> I know, right?
2: Uh, uh, I, I I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm afraid of failure.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I, there I real, don't know there if really it's so much failure, your failure either. Yeah.
2: But as a famous movie character once said, do or do not, there is no try.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was yogurt from uh, Spaceballs, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yogurt. You know, it only took a few years and someone was selling a flamethrower after all. Just remember that.
1: <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, should we move into our post pick of the week?
2: <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go.
1: All right, Uh, so we are in the middle of our challenge. (laughs) Remind me which one is it again.
2: (laughs) Multicolors.
1: Thank you. Okay. I was thinking it was, and I'm thinking, was that the week before? Everything's been kind of like jumbled all together. But uh, this week, uh, we are going to Instagram and choosing from the hashtag #TinyShutter. And uh, we were throwing some images around, and I actually was the one to score a hit. So let me pull it up. Let's see here. It is a beautiful sunset. It's called Pond Reflections Just After Sunset. And it's done by Jay Bennett727 and uh that is joe bennett and uh it looks like he's at a lake and uh just caught the sunset and of course sunsets are awesome because that's golden hour and the sky is lit up with orange and you can see the reflection or not the reflection the silhouette of the trees and reflections of them in the water so i saw that and i was like yeah i like that what are your thoughts dave
3: there we go. Unmute myself here. <laughs> uh, no, ab- yeah, it, it's, I love the silhouette and, like I said, the reflection and just the way it looks. And the fact that the gradient is so smooth on the photo, mm-hmm. where I know sometimes if you try to get the gradient or boost, you know, the the color a little much, sometimes it can get a little choppy or overdone. And, you know, the way he did it was just very nice, very smooth. The uh, going from the dark orange up to the blue in the sky. Yeah.
1: What are your thoughts, Greg?
2: Yeah, I agree with Dave. The gradient is really nice and smooth, and uh, um, you don't see any detail at all in the foreground, other than the reflection in the pond, and that's just that's just okay with me because it's um, it's just a real nice calm relaxing uh, atmosphere and uh you know just a, a a very good reminder that there's uh peace and tranquility in this world
1: yeah what are your thoughts matt
0: um yeah i would have to agree with with all you guys about this picture um yeah normally i like to see a little bit of detail in the in the foreground but i think in in this uh instance it's really not necessary and um it really gives you more of a i don't know like a more accurate idea of like the time of day and you know probably what that scene like really felt like to be there um it's definitely beautiful
1: yeah and it looks like it was taken up in Acadia in Maine so I wonder if that was uh, sunrise and sunset um, I, I don't know <laughs> I could be, <laughs> I could be talking out of uh, my left ear um, you know I don't know where the uh, does Maine have that same thing that uh, Alaska has where it could be daylight 24. Hours. During oh, no. Energy. You
2: got to go. No, it kind of doesn't. Oh, okay. it I mean, if, if Maine had it, I would have it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, I think, much further north than where you are. But, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> well, very cool. Well, Joe, congratulations. You are the post-pick post of the week winner. If you'd like to be uh, chosen as post-pick of the week, you have two options. The one being Instagram using the hashtag tiny shutter and the other is going on to Facebook and looking for our weekly photo challenge. So next week we will conclude multicolors and uh, just go on there and take a look and see what, uh, see what you're up against. And uh, maybe there's something that may spark some creativity. All right. Uh, is there anything that you guys want to talk about further or do you think we have ourselves a show? Huh?
3: I'm good on my end.
2: Well, just photography related, not, not mobile really, but photography related. I was really pleased to receive, uh, in the mail today, a book from Joey Lawrence, um, Anybody that doesn't know who Joey Lawrence is, he really hit it big, big time when he was about 18 years old. And he grew up, I think, in in the greater Toronto area, the GTA, as we call it. And he's now based in Brooklyn, New York, I think. I think he grew up in Toronto. Maybe he grew up in Brooklyn. But anyway, he's a, a, a guy that does – he kind of goes behind the lines – um, he, this particular project, he was with the Kurdistan fighters behind the lines when they were fighting ISIS. So the book is just full of amazing photos of these people that he spent time with, and I went through all the photos today. And then, and then the back about one third of the book is uh, his memoirs and and whatnot from his experience. And I haven't gotten into that yet, but it was really really cool. Um, I think you can go to L dot com, and and check it out there. It's it's uh, the quality of the book is amazing, and um, you know I was really really stoked to to get this book. I've been waiting for it for a few months now, and he, you know as as a printer, as a guy who runs a printing press, uh, I could really appreciate the fine quality that was you know that this book has in it, and um, you know he had he tried to get this book printed two other times and they both got, uh, uh, he got turned down or, or they, they re- rejected it. Um, yeah. most likely for political reasons, uh, but he finally found someone to print it, uh, in Italy. So, uh, uh they did a, a really fantastic job. And if you're, you know, if, if you like this kind of photography, you can check it out. Uh, I'm sure there's lots of samples on his website and, um, You know just uh again not mobile photography related but photography related just the same and it's just absolutely amazing wow he's 29 years old yeah yeah like he's just a kid but uh you know i've been talking with him a little bit on on instagram through the private messages and that and and um you know ever since i saw the uh the campaign to, to fund the project and and um you know, when I got the book today, he said I was the first one to actually respond to him and 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 let him know that I received it.
1: Nice. And
2: uh, he had a nice little note in there, um, personalized note and everything else. So it's on my Instagram, um, my Instagram feed. There, I think I might be my latest post. I put it on today. Uh, you can see the cover of the book with the note that he wrote, and it's. I thought it was really really cool.
1: That is awesome. Yeah, his his work is amazing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, joeyl.com is his website So j-o-e-y-l dot com
2: And uh, very cool Alright So that was my, my, my excitement for the day <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, that is cool Alright, well let's uh, go ahead and wrap things up So let me go ahead and play this uh, didn't play. We came, we saw, we kicked it's ass. Barely. It was, uh, I didn't know that my, uh, uh, soundboard had a time delay. It doesn't, but, uh, it <laughs> ended up doing that. Oh, well. <laughs> well, let's go around the room and tell everybody where they can find you. And let's start with you, Matt. All
0: right. You can check me out on, um Twitter, Instagram, Flickr, and the Artful Eye Photography community at M Hoffman Photo.
2: Awesome, Greg. On Instagram, on McMillan Photo. On Twitter, McMillan underscore photo, and just with my name, Greg McMillan, on the Artful Eye Photography community. Cool, Dave.
3: Hey, you can find me on Instagram and uh, Twitter as Prof Pod, and in
1: the Facebook group as Dave Podner excellent you can find me on instagram at joseph ferrera you can find links to our show notes to our patreon to our youtube channel to our stickers and to other things by going to tiny all right gentlemen well good show i will not be here next week i will be uh On a trip to Phoenix with my church, and uh, so I will be kind of incognito, so, uh, well, we'll have to uh, give the reins over to uh, Dave, Greg, and Matt (laughs) for next week, but... uh,
3: Crash and burn,
1: baby, crash and burn. Hey, that's... uh... (laughs) That's uh, that's par. Come on, man. <laughs> no, that's true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Barely, right?
1: Oh. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. So I won't be here next week, but uh, I know the show will be in capable hands. And, uh, yeah, so we'll go from there. All right. Well, you guys have a good night. So let's uh, say goodbye to everybody.
2: Good night, everybody. Have a great week.
1: Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week.
3: Everything's perfectly
1: all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kwalski! what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming <laughs> disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. I, I, I thought you were dead.
2: Oh, no, I told you. Well, I fibbed a little bit,
1: but don't yeah. be mad. Remember, it's better to tell the truth. And that's no lie. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. You got yourself here. Barely uh, it's too bad you guys can't hear that <laughs>
3: uh-huh. <laughs>